Whiteheart live from Magic Man. <laughs> Welcome again to CCM in 3D. Hello, I'm Dan. I'm Larry Bird. Hello, I am still Dave. <laughs> it's still Dave. And yep. today we're talking about those greatest hits. Greatest, greatest hits, hits, hits. Of uh, <laughs> some, that albums that fell between 1985 and 1995 that were released during that time. And there's lots of greatest hits albums that come out after 1995. But we wanted those that were just released just in that 10-year time period. And that had... Now, those greatest hits albums still might have songs from before 1985. So I guess you could kind of say that they're a little bit out of bounds. Out of bounds. Out of bounds. So they're released during that time, but they might have some songs around that time. But there was lots of great uh, greatest hits. Here I am, Sonny, we're done. Lots of great greatest hits (laughs) through the years. Um, But we're focusing kind of in that area. Um, And there's probably even a whole bunch out there I didn't even know exist. Right. To, that's to for be sure. Honest, too. <laughs> There's that's so many. Sure. Um, <laughs> now, what's great about today's, you know, living in today's era is you can kind of make your own greatest hits on Spotify or sure, yeah. and anything else. Yeah. So I, I guess maybe I'm not in tune with, but I don't know if I see a whole lot more greatest hits albums nowadays. Do you guys, or yeah. you still see those? No, no, that's a good point. I, I haven't, seen one in a few years how about you Derek it's been about a week since I've seen a new Whiteheart greatest hit so nah. we're overdue <laughs> we are completely that... overdue for a new one <laughs> so. which one is that Whiteheart the Ballads featuring Mark Gershmel right Whiteheart okay. the Ballads featuring Mark Gershmel only live at, <laughs> uh, live at Worlds of Fun yes. <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I so yeah because I started looking back and, and I'm like there are a lot of different greatest hits albums that again I never knew existed and also back in my day, and I don't know if you guys did this, but I made my own greatest hits album, in a sense, by recording them from CD to cassette. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. And I make my own the... little mixtape, I guess you call them back then, yep. right? Your infamous mixtapes, right. yep. yep. But yep. I, had, I, I had a Rust Half one, so it was just all of his great songs from Rust Half, a whole bunch of so- great songs from Michael W., Amy, yep. I mean, all the big, all the big, one, big artists. I just made yep. my own little... Because sometimes I wasn't too terribly happy with the greatest hits that came out of theirs. You know, it was either mm, yeah. too too slow, it was too fast, it didn't have the songs that I thought were great hits on them, um, and that kind of thing. So, right, um, that's but that so that was always fun to do that. Too. So here's my two questions for yes. the for the for the committee here. All right, question one: Did all of you guys? Seek to woo your wife's hand by giving them mixtapes. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Okay, so yep. we're all we're all in agreement yep. on that. I, I've still got mine. It's a it's uh, upstairs, so yes. she knows right where it is. Yep, oh my good. gosh! So my wife still has hers. So yep, we've still got them. <laughs> I, I wonder if they still play. Um, and then secondly, let's riff on this for a minute. What what uh, ingredients make a really uh-huh. great greatest hits album what are we looking for so dan you you just kind of dove in there when you were talking about you were kind of dissatisfied with some of them what were you looking for yeah what, what, what would have been your sweet spot for a greatest hits album so i think it's probably really hard to make i would imagine it's really hard to kind of make a greatest hits album so mm-hmm. i think a lot of their greatest hits obviously came from they were hits because they were on the radio and a lot of people listened to them and heard them well again if you take your time machine back to that late 80s early 90s 
you know, there was maybe one or two Christian radio stations in your city, if that. Mm-hmm. And then of or, and then of the ones that did play music, it was probably usually slow or it wasn't very, in my opinion, very creative. You know, so right. they would they would the ones that end up on greatest hits albums were all those that were very slow and thought provoking and that kind of thing. But for instance, like with Margaret Becker, I really enjoyed a lot of her songs from Soul and that were that were different. You know, mm-hmm. and stuff from Simple House that was different, not necessarily the ballads. Right. So, of course, I was never going to find those on a Greatest Hits album. But right. um, and then now the other piece that I liked on the Greatest Hits album were ones where they actually included unique songs. So something yeah. new, yeah. Something right. new. okay. At yeah. At least one yep. or two new songs always caught my attention. Yes. So yeah. those are the ones I like. What about live content? If they included a live version of a song, did that catch your attention? Uh, either or. or, not not necessarily. Not necessarily. Yeah. Okay. I think it probably it sounded yeah. maybe a little out of place if it's live. Yeah. I, so, sometimes it does. Yeah. Sometimes it does. What about you, Dave? Was that kind of what you were looking for? Uh, for the most part, um, I kind of have two schools of thought. If it's a band or an artist I love and I have their CDs, pretty much the only way you're going to get me to buy Greatest Hits is if you have a rare track. If you have a new track that's good. Or if you have a live cut of a song that I love, then mm-hmm. that would pique my interest. Okay, I might buy this. The other thing is if it's a group or an artist that I kind of like, or I like three or four of their songs, but I don't want to commit to a full album because I don't know what the rest of that album sounds like, I'll go and buy the greatest hits to get familiar with the songs I don't really know because I know these are all hits. Because, right. you know, they got to be because they picked them out. Right. I'm being a little, a little facetious there, but... So, yeah, that's the way I looked at them. It's, does it represent the artist's work, you know, the best of their work? And if it's an artist I love, is there some reason for me to buy it if I already have all these songs, you know, in my collection? Right. And so then the other question that, that comes on the heels of that one is, did you ever get a Greatest Hits album and then sit there and listen to it and see, like, one or two songs on there and kind of Monday morning quarterback and think, why in the world did they pick that one? Mm-hmm. Why did they oh, pick yeah. those two? So definitely. So yep. you guys did that as well. I would always kind of, you know, second guess the whoever was picking the stuff and, and think, right. boy, what whatever made you pick that mm-hmm. one or something like that. So yep. yep. It sounds like we all did the same things. So yep. so speaking of that kind of thing, and you might be going into this at some point, Derek, but um Whiteheart, Billy Smiley. And talking about, you know, we kind of talked, joked about another Whiteheart Best Of album. And uh, there's a blog from DanielBlackwood.com where, right. where Billy Smiley contributed to. And he just says in this quote, he says, as an artist, I want readers to know that 90% of the time the artist has no control over Best Of compilations. And yep. it is the case of Whiteheart. Frankly, I'm embarrassed every time another such record comes out. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think, yeah, they just don't have a lot of control over it. And it's sad. Yeah. I think, but I do think the ones that are excellent and stand the test of time are the ones where the record label will go back and get artist input. Yes. And say, what would you like on there? Yes. So yeah. that's when you know you've got something really good. Mm-hmm. When the artist kind of lends his two cents to what should be in that, collection. and I think they had to they True. had to give fans what they expected on the best of, of course. Yeah, you know you had to give yep. uh, those kind of ballads and things from Margaret Becker and Stephen Curtis Chapman, 
Yeah. But again, probably as an artist, they might even gone, really? I got to do yeah. friends again, you know, or whatever, you know, they're, they're <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. As long as if it's friends live from Joyland in Wichita, then I'm fine yeah. with that. So, yes. yeah. Right. So if they're going to put friends live from Six Flags. Then I'm good with that. So. Or if it's like Friends, the ska version, yeah, I'll buy it. You know, <laughs> okay, check it out. Well, perfect. You know. yeah, 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 yeah. The the uh, Five Iron Frenzy remix. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so good. All right, shall we dive yeah. in? Yeah. Dave, you want to start? All right. Dave, you start. Yeah, Dave, right, go I'll ahead. I'll start, and I'm sure we all have this one on our list. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and dive right in with Amy Grant's The Collection. Yes. From 86, I mean, this is just a, uh, one of the, in my opinion, one of the best from this era because it does all the things we just talked about. It's got, uh, you know, all of her hits, every song that you want to, you want to hear. Um, and it's got two fantastic new songs. In fact, the new songs have become some of my favorite Amy Grant songs. Oh, yes. I agree completely. Yeah. yeah. Seven, so 17 tracks on this and it encompasses, it encompasses, uh, boy, let's see. It goes in reverse um chronologically on the album so they start with the newest stuff so you got songs from unguarded straight ahead age to age never alone my father's eyes and amy grant so her first 10 years and the two new tracks uh stay for a while that was a hit um had the video on mtv for a while with uh, richard page singing for mr mr singing oh, on yes. that one yep and it's just a great song and then uh, love can't do is the other new one and it's just a very up-tempo Great rocker, a lot of shredding Dan yes. on that one. Um, great song. <laughs> Both of these co-written uh, by Amy uh, Winker Patrick and Michael W. Smith. Um, so it's just a great, a, a great, in my opinion, great greatest hits. Uh, I'm redundant a little bit, a little bit, but you get everything from her old stuff back in the day. So if you're an older fan, you get to hear all those songs, and then of course you get to hear uh, the unguarded stuff and the two brand new songs. So uh, yeah, the collection. What do you guys think? Yeah, I didn't make my list, and the only re the only Whoa. reason it didn't make my list is because what? I knew you guys would pick it. So, okay. Okay. but it, I love it just as much as you guys do. So, it, it, in a in a vacuum, yes, it absolutely makes my list. So for sure. Well, and I love um, the credits on those those two new songs. Stay Stay for a while and Love Can Do. Nathan yeah. East playing bass on both songs. Uh, Paul Lyme on drums. Greg X Volt singing backgrounds yeah. on Love Can Do. So that's that's amazing. So How about that. Yeah, those two new tracks make this totally worth getting. And the Ageless medley right. at the end. I like oh that. yes. Right. So, I was gonna say, is that kind nice. of a new one, essentially, right? It's in, yeah, in it's a way. kind of a new medley, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah, I boy from here, it's gonna be the beat. I think it I think it yeah. rained best on the top album sales like <laughs> I mean, did it, it really? Did. I mean, it just it just stayed. Wow, it was it was wow. amazing. Um, but I think they just did a pretty amazing job. I mean, there's so much content you could put into that. Yeah. Um, but they did a really good job of it. And then, like, so those two new songs with you, Davis, like some of my absolute favorite things. Yes, um, I agree. Unguarded and Lead Me On. So it's '86. So She's yep. got her pop going before she and uh, she just has this great pop sound there. Um, I would have loved to hear more of that, to be honest. Um, yep. Yeah. 
So, yeah, what this, is I, the, this is the this is the bridge ahead. album between Unguarded and Lead Me On. Right, so true. I'm glad exactly. you brought that up, Dan. That's exactly. a good point. Yep. My uh, my one critique, uh, or, uh, critique rather of this album is that it is like most greatest hits albums done in some sort of chronological order. So you've got all the Unguarded songs together. You've got the Age to Age songs together. I actually prefer the albums of greatest hits that are mixed up, kind of like a ah, playlist. Mm-hmm. Or a mixtape, yes. you know, so you get an older song and then you get a newer song, then you get a brand new song. You know, it just kind of it kind of mixes up a little bit for me. That's just me, though. But, uh, yep. yeah, you can't go wrong with the collection. And I've got my copy right here, guys. Good. There you go. Yeah. And what I like yeah. is, like, Dan, do you have yours? Uh, uh, it's some last uh, oh, 28 years. OK. Man. No, I'm just kidding. If I'm that's you, kidding. actually, okay. interesting. give it back. Yes. Enough, I actually have two copies of this. I actually do have two oh. physical copies of this. I'm oh, just God. joking. But yeah, I was, I went back and looked through my collection. And I'm like, oh, I've got two collections. Uh, interesting. <laughs> wow. I thought I lost one one time. Uh, but yeah. uh, the other thing that's interesting about this is they call it the collection. So, and I agree with that because it's not necessarily greatest hits. For, for instance, Unguarded, the only thing from Unguarded on here is find a way and everywhere I go. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, sure, you know, Sharia and all these other ones that are left off of there that actually did pretty well on the radio and in Christian circles. Yeah. And, um, it's just not on it, which is fine. I, I think that's fine. Yeah, I right. think it actually works, but uh, it's just interesting. So, you know, I found myself as I listened back to this, and again, and if we, if I, if I didn't limit it to just three and I knew you guys were going to pick this one, so I was safe to not pick it. Um, it would absolutely be on my list. And I, I found myself thinking, boy, there's like three or four Amy songs that I just love. Uh, Tomorrow from Straight Ahead. Um, mm-hmm. The Now and the Not Yet from Straight Ahead. Um, uh, the Prodigal from Unguarded. Um, but then I, I was like, well, what, what would I take off of this to put those on? Right. And I, I can't think of anything here I would really take off. Yeah. Maybe a manual, just because it was kind of her Christmas. You know, she'd had a hit with that the Christmas album, her first Christmas album. Yeah. But you can't really take that one off either. So no. I don't know where you'd unless you did a double disc version of the collection. I don't know where you'd put yep. any of the songs. So because these are all great representations of what Amy does. They so, and if you ask, they yep. could have easily done a double disc. And pro- and pro- oh, yeah. probably oh boy, they sure could. Still right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I agree. I Did agree. You, uh, one more little tidbit. Did you guys know that this was originally released in two different versions? A The cassette version was actually directed to older fans who knew her older stuff, and the album version, the LP version, was directed to newer fans who knew her primarily from Find A Way. Really? Yeah. Did not know that. So, no. And then it wasn't until later, I think it was in 1990, I believe I saw that it was released on CD, and they added too late, and I'm going to fly. Oh, interesting. So yeah. those showed up on the, on the um, not the LP or the cassette, but on the CD. True. Yeah. So they put them Got on the it. CD. Yeah. Now, do you guys know about the big brouhaha when Marvel Comics stole her yes. likeness from this album? Yeah. Okay, Dan, you want to talk about that since you're a big Marvel Comics So that guy. is one I actually own. I actually own that. Oh, do um, you? So huh. the... the, the um, See, the album comes out in 1986. Four years later, they take that 
image of Amy Grant, the iconic image of Amy Grant, and she ends up being on the cover of a Doctor Strange number 15 from 1990. Okay. So that's four years later. So I also mm -hmm. kind of, I collect the comics, right? And so I walk into the comic book store and I see this. I'm like, whoa, I know that. <laughs> I know that image like the back of my hand. <laughs> I'm like, that can't be. And right. I, I buy it and I take it home. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a total ripoff. I mean, the artist just took her exact likeness and put it on there. Um, and what's crazy is, uh, the, so years later, when they, when you go back and look at this on marvel.com, it's not on there. You can't find it or you can't find the image, but you still have your, you still have I your do. copy yeah. of the, I mean, you can oh, find, you wow. can find images of this on the internet, of course, but on marvel.com it's stripped out. There's no, that image is gone from that comic book cover. Okay. And here, now here's wow. the other weird thing. The artist, um, there's a there's a mini comic on the inside, a mini story of completely unrelated. The artist on that is Dan Day. Really? Oh yes. my goodness! Really? <laughs> Man, Dan, That's Dan and David crazy. Day are the artists. Oh my crazy. goodness! Yes. Oh wow! <laughs> yes, wow. it's so weird. So I, when I when that I was looking back, and I'm like, wait, artist by artist. By Dan Day, that is weird. But it was for the not the one on the cover, but for an inside uh, story on the inside of it, a separate story. How yeah. interesting! Now, is there any truth to the rumor that Amy fights aliens in that comic? Is that true, or is that a? Is that I opinion? think she is fights. A... They yeah, it's supposed to be represent Doctor Strange's girlfriend or something like that. So yeah. Oh okay. She oh okay. Magneto yeah, something, probably right? something. Yeah, she, some witches yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. which was really odd because I'm like you're yeah. in front of a. Doctor Strange comic. I mean, that's like witcher sorcery and witchery, which is just terrible, you know, for a lot of folks. And putting those two things together with a Christian right. image. Um, so it was, it, yeah, that's so huge. interesting, bizarre. Like yeah, yep. yep. Okay, well, that's a good one. Yeah. Good choice. Thanks. We all love that one. That's yep. a good one. All right. What's all right, next? Dan, sure. you want to go? So go I'll jump to Dan. the next biggest artist that we could have a compilation for, and it's Michael W. Smith, of course. So yeah, okay. I think. In 1993, he comes up with the first decade, which spans from 1983 to 1993, his songs. Um, Fifteen songs on there, two of them new. Do You Dream of Me, um, kind of a ballady love song, um, and then Kentucky Rose. Now, I am kind of a sucker for legacy songs or legacy movies they just they make me cry <laughs> i guess is the best way to call them legacy like you're you're, <laughs> you're walking through somebody's life journey you know even right. even all gotcha. the way to the end yep. and that's what this kentucky rose song does it tells of his lifetime journey and then how he actually perishes um with you know, mm -hmm. kentucky rose so i so i i love all this lots of great songs on here um, I like the non-live version of Emily that was previously yep. on the live set, but now he's just done it as a studio uh, yeah. take. So I think they do yeah. a great job on this one. What'd you think? Yeah, yeah yep. I like both of those both of those a lot. And I think uh, Dan Huff's on both of them. So we got Dan. So more Dan is always mm -hmm. good. For sure. Absolutely. Then, of course, on Kentucky Rose, don't forget, Dan, they had a harmonica on that song. So you yes. always got to talk about the harmonica that shows up on songs. That's right, right? It's that's so Terry rare. McMillan. Yeah, yep. that's right. It is. But this, yeah. is, this is another one that um, it's got so many hits, and he could have had two discs as well at this point. 
I will say though, we'll, you know, Derek, you mentioned this earlier, uh, songs that we wouldn't put on here. There was one that stuck out looking back over this album, and that is, I love Eye to Eye. And while Pray For Me is a good song, I would have rather have seen the other side on here rather than Pray For Me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just my own personal choice. Pray For Me. Yeah. I don't, was it a radio hit? Is that why it was on here? Or? It was. Uh, it was? Okay. Probably yeah. so. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love Pray For Me. I, it's definitely kind of, I think it's a better, I mean, personally, I, I mean, I grew up right in the sweet spot of Friends, so I was there when that album came out. Yeah. Um, but I always liked Pray For Me better. Um, I thought the lyric was better. Yeah. I liked the music better. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm partial to Pray For Me, but I totally agree with those songs from Eye to Eye. That, those are, anything from Eye to Eye is going to get me. Yeah. Um, I, I want to throw out uh, with Smitty, because it falls in our timeline, um, you guys mentioned that it could have been two discs. Well, he did release a two-disc uh, yes. Greatest Hits, and that collection is called The Wonder Years, mm-hmm. and I happen to have my copy of The Wonder Years right here. It's yeah. a big one. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is a big one. A big, you know, four-color booklet on solid paper um uh, you know i found this used earlier this year for under 10 bucks so i i snapped it up nice um but even here there's songs i would not have put on here um i would have traded out there's two songs that to me if they got on here would make this a perfect compilation so of course you got to have the hits you got to have friends you got to have uh you need a savior you got to have Hosanna, uh, Old Enough to Know, all you know, all the hits, mm-hmm. Secret Ambition, Pray For Me shows up on here. Uh, the two songs that are missing, now Kentucky Rose does not show up on here, which is, is, is sad. That's a, that's a great song. Yeah. Um, so, but the two I had in mind that sure should have uh, showed up was... Um, uh, the, uh, the second or one of the songs from the second album, so Michael W. Smith too, and that's Restless Heart, his duet with Amy Green. Yep, great song. Um, that is not on here. And then the other song that needs to go, and I'm sorry if if Michael's listening to this, brother. I'm sorry, but Love Crusade has not aged well, <laughs> and so. Um, uh, that one I would leave off in favor of "How Long Will Be Too Long," okay. Which I think is as timely a song now as it was yeah. then. So that's that's the one I would love to see. And this this one does have the live versions of "I Know" and "Emily," which were the two new songs on the live set. Yep. So uh, if you don't have a copy of uh, "The Wonder Years" and you see it used for a good price, pick it up. It's it's well worth finding. Yeah, like a lot of songs on here. Like what, thirty two? I think I counted yeah. the total. So I mean, yeah, thirty two songs on two CDs. Hey, yes. call now. Operators are standing by now. <laughs> Get you a booklet, your spiral bound booklet. <laughs> and if you act now, you can get this cap snaffler. I have no idea what it is, but you can get one. <laughs> nice. So we've got Smitty, we've got Amy. So I'm going to take us down a different road, okay? If you don't mind. Yep. So I'm going to take us down the Phil Keggy road, okay? 
And where we're headed here is uh, two albums that were released in 1995. So they just barely fell in our timeline. Nice. And that's his Time 1 and Time 2 collections. So I'm combining those into one set. Okay, nice. Time 1, Time 2. Um, so for some people, uh, Keggy's kind of an acquired taste. Um, he's a little too shreddy for some people, or he's a little too mellow for some people, or he's not shreddy enough for some people, or this, that, and the other thing. But uh, he has always been a hero of mine, uh, both just not only as a musician and a vocalist, but as a as someone that's been in the limelight and stayed true to the Lord, stayed true to his wife and his family. So, um, and this is a wonderful two disc compilation uh, compilation of Keggy stuff. Um, it's a little heavier on the newer, so you get a lot of stuff from Sunday's Child and and from Find Me in These Fields, but they do go back to the older stuff. They go back to um, What a Day, Love Broke Through. Some of the 80s albums like um, Getting Closer are represented here. Master and the Musician is represented here. Wind in the Wheat, Beyond Nature. You get all that stuff. And so you get a, just a, a really broad overview of what Phil Kagey's about. And I there's, I there's nothing here that I would take out. It's just I could listen to these two CDs straight through again and again. Just wonderful stuff. So... Unfortunately, not on Spotify, oh. though. Oh, so, okay. Yep. So you won't find them there. So you gotta, you gotta own them like I do. So nice. here they are. <laughs> together. So there they are. So a must-have for a Kiggy fan is what you're saying. For sure. Okay. Yep. Yeah. For sure. So if you could, if you see them used, and they're pretty, they're pretty cheap on Discogs. Look in here. Just um, you know, Time One uh, is. Oh, it's showing up for six or seven bucks. And then time two is roughly the same. Oh, okay. So for for twelve bucks, you'll get you know thirty plus tracks of Phil Kagey. Nice. So good good stuff. Yeah. Good deal. All right, I'll throw another one out here. I know one that uh, we can all talk for a long time about, and that is uh, Whiteheart Souvenirs from nineteen ninety. Oh, yeah, this covers their Sparrow Records, read the book, Don't Wait for the Movie, Emergency Broadcast, and Freedom, uh, 14 tracks, and it's got uh, a lot of the elements I love in these compilation albums. The tracks are mixed up, so you're not, you're not listening to two Freedom tracks back-to-back -back, um, or two Emergency Broadcast tracks back-to-back. And mm -hmm. it's got songs on here that uh, you may not have had access to. Like, if you didn't have the CD of Freedom, you didn't know Set the Bridge on Fire. Um, or if you, didn't, right. if you didn't own the Sparrow Christmas compilation, you wouldn't have heard Little Drummer Boy. So it's right. got a couple of new things yes. on here. And uh, it's just a blast to listen to. This is one that I still break out uh, quite frequently, to be honest, and just listen to and just let it run. Because it's just a lot of fun with all the... All the great songs in the lineup that I know you guys love too, Whiteheart. Oh, for sure. Oh my gosh. What do you amazing. think, Dan? So it's got what? One, two. It's got like half this album is Freedom, <laughs> which I love. Oh, and for it starts sure. yeah. with yeah. the best song. Yeah. On Freedom. Yeah. I mean, it just comes uh, screaming invitation. out of the yes. gate. Um, and then, you know, in the, yep. I agree with you, Dave. It's like it goes back, ebbs and flows, because we go from Set the Bridge on Fire yep. to Eighth Wonder. Fly Eagle Fly, Dr. Jekyll. Um, I, I just, yeah, I agree. Yeah. My 
time was over me is on there. Yes. Um, so I think oh, that it just a great job. And then, like you said, Little Drummer Boy, again, Christmas is just a show of that. Yeah. By White Heart. So, yeah, yeah, it's great. It's a really good one. Yeah. I wonder why, and maybe it's just a record company thing, they didn't grab anything from the first uh, the first three White Heart albums. Uh, White Heart. Hotline and Vital Signs. Yeah, it, just it a, is. A yeah, because they were they were on what Home okay. Sweet Home, yep. I think, and then the, these are all Sparrow. Oh, yeah. These are all yep. Sparrow. Okay. Song did that makes sense. Through. That makes sense as well. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, yes. But yeah, that's, that's a bummer for sure. Yeah, this is a great one, and I think this is a, I think this is a band approved uh, greatest hits album. Okay. So I think the band had input on this one and actually approved it. Man. So. That's probably why we like it so much because the mm. artist had some input. Right. Yeah. So def- definitely a great one. All right, Dave, what do you got? Oh, I just oh, did one. Sorry, yep. Oh, that's right. You, so you you've pretty much taken a lot of mine. So, but I'll jump over now to. Sorry. That's right. I'll jump over to um, Petra. So another one that has a lot okay. of different ah. greatest hits albums. <laughs> but the one I prefer is um, Petrophonics. I believe I, I like this one a lot. Okay. I think it's got, it starts with that new radio days song. And I think they do a pretty darn good job of mixing all that yeah. together. And cause that it goes back good. and forth from Schlitt to Greg Volz and back and forth. 13, it's got 13 songs, seven from the Volz era, five from John Schlitt's era and one, that one new song radio days. And I think they do a pretty good job of yeah. trying to span so much history there that they got yeah. but also included some of the new stuff but i like the i like the mix of seven voles five john schlitt i think it's a pretty good balance yeah did, did you guys look at the various i mean cuz like dan said there are a bunch, bunch of 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 uh petra yeah. great yeah. from this time period i think there's yeah. like six or seven yep. of them did you notice that only one of those six or seven had our favorite track from Beat the System and probably one of my favorite Petra tracks ever? At which one? Oh, I'd add an eye. Computer Brains. Oh, no. no. Computer yes. Brains. No. Add an eye. Yes. Add an eye. Computer Brains. Yes. One of them. <laughs> no, Add an eye. None of them had it except for Petra Power Parade. Wow. Crazy. I did not see that. That's the only one of those greatest hits albums that had yeah. Add an eye. Wow. Too bad. Uh, which just blows me away. That is easily one of your yep, best yep. songs. And I think Computer Brain shows up on several it of does. the... Yes. So, again, <laughs> I just... Okay, I gotta just ask. how I, I'm armchair quarterbacking your choices, Petra. I just... Maybe you didn't have Probably anything to do with it. But, yeah. um, I'm, I'm, I'm armchair quarterbacking whoever was in charge of deciding yeah right well what's interesting about this collection is that radio days has a lot of the petra rock songs but then the rest of the album is all mellow songs yeah for the most part yeah which i'm not sure i understand nothing wrong with it i I love all these songs but it doesn't really represent the whole petra catalog at that time yeah now i do like i do like how so like petrophonics in 92 is like you said the slow songs and then they released another one, the Rock Block, 
in 95. And I like, I like okay. also that they kept right. with, Hey, let's stick all the rock songs on here. And yeah. And then they, and the then they come out with yeah. that rock block song where they've remade right. and again, remastered mixed and medley all this glorious eight minutes worth of rock. <laughs> uh, and then right. they even do they even unmask the backward masking of Judas Kiss at the very beginning. Yes, I love that. That's so, so, uh, yes. so yeah, I think they, they did a really good job <laughs> on that. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots here yeah. for collectors yep. and people that want something new. Now with I will say, to be fair, with a with a discography yes. as huge as Petra, you're I mean, there's so, so hard. much yes. stuff. But I even go to I go to their 40th anniversary collection released in 2013. Okay. And so Adonai's not on oh. there. So then they release a, duck, a deluxe edition of the 40th anniversary. Thing. Okay, here we go. What? Nope, not on there either. So that deluxe edition is almost 40 tracks. Gee. And Adonai is not on there. Computer brain <laughs> sure oh. is. God gave rock and roll to you. Sure we is. must we must be one of the very few people and, who like that track or something because I'm I'm so I, amazed that well, we didn't have that yeah. on there. Well, we need to create, but we're we, right. That's right, we're right. <laughs> we need to create our own 3D Petra greatest hits yeah. playlist. Yes, we'll, Ad and I will be. Yes. that's right. That's right. Yes. So Bob Hartman, if you're listening, <laughs> dial five five five. <laughs> the 3D's three days. after that. That's right. Or something. <laughs> yes. And the three D's yes. after that. And if you if you can get to us, we'll help <laughs> you, you out. We'll help you out. <laughs> These, Dave will have his ska remix of computer brains fired up. We'll put to computer go. brains on there. It's gonna sound different, but that's all right. That's right. And It'll be backwards. Back, it. And then they came backwards. out with their two disc set in nineteen ninety. Right? War and Remembrance. And that when it came out? Yeah. That's yes. right. Yes. That has, yes. Gosh. 28 songs on there something like that but what i like is then they put that yeah. praise medley in there dave right yeah, that yeah. in there it's really cool uh, good yeah. stuff yep. yeah that's a, that's actually my favorite there is that warren remember yeah. that was a good packaging it is very it well is well now i'm looking at the um list of songs on this warren remembrance and the last song is called parting thought is that is that bob hartman oh. i oh. have a parting thought <laughs> I hope, I hope <laughs> so. I've, I've not heard that one. Uh, you know, I I don't know. I've got a I've got to plead ignorance on that one. I don't know. <laughs> Again, Bob, if you can help us out, five 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 three D's. Yes, three D's. <laughs> So, yes, well, I guess it's my turn. So I'll, I'll right. jump in here on one. Um, so again, I'll take us far afield here and I'm going to go with, and of course this artist is just right up my alley. Slow, Mr. Mellow, Mr. Slow, Mr. Acoustic Guitar. That's me. And so I'm going to go all the way back to, and I'm looking at the date on this because I have my CD copy, my well-worn CD copy from 1989. It is Billy Crockett's Wow. Okay. So, I am a huge Billy Crockett fan. Anything he's ever released on CD, I own. So, I've got everything that Billy's ever put out on CD. And I've got a couple of things on vinyl, too. So, I am a huge, huge, huge Billy Crockett fan. Um, And so, I saw Billy Crockett for the first time and fell in love with his music on the, of all things, the Sandai (laughs) Patai Morning Like This. (laughs) 
uh, tour. He was the opening okay. act on the Morning Like This tour. And so uh, I went to that concert at the Kansas Coliseum. And Dave was probably there sitting right behind me. He like I was not at this concert, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, right. one of the few. <laughs> so um, I slipped out of Dave's sight right. for a night and went to that concert. Um, and um, a pouring, I mean, it was a pouring rain, horrible thunderstorm night. And right in the middle of Sandy Patty's set, huge clap of thunder huge flash Ooh. and the power goes out in the entire Kansas uh -oh. Coliseum just dead as a doornail Ugh. and it probably lasted for about wow. 10 15 minutes and and I think I remember the crowd just saying pulled out their lighters while the the power was out <laughs> so probably no they're Christians they don't have lighters <laughs> and this is pre cell okay. phones so but no it, that's where I first uh, kind of fell in love with Billy's music. And then, um, so this has got um, just everything from his first uh, two, I think, albums, which were Carrier and uh, Surprises and Disguises, both really good albums on the Dayspring label. Okay. Um, so here's the homework, probably for you guys, yeah. too. This album is on okay. Spotify. So Billy Crockett Portraits is on Spotify. And... Go to the song Original Love on that album, and it has one of my favorite Dan Huskins oh, wow. okay. solos. So yeah. that's pretty high praise. So that's it's definitely got some of my favorite Dan Huff moments on that song. Okay, very nice. So yeah, that's a that's a great album. So if you if you guys see a used copy of that, you're gonna pay a pretty pretty a pretty penny for it. But I still have mine from back in the day and. I'm taking out the disc here. It actually looks in really good shape. So I've kept it in good condition. So yeah, Billy Crockett nice. portraits. I'll good check stuff. it out. Wow. Yep. I've got a honorable mention and uh, you might get the whistle, Dan. This oh, is no. Oh, get the whistle. Mm. Yep. Get the whistle. Now, yep. uh, out of bounds. Okay. All right. Thank so you. So going in the complete opposite direction, Derek, um, this is a good one for shredding. Now, it, I say it's kind of out of bounds because it was released in 2003, but all the greatest hits on here are in our era. So it's I'm talk, talking oh, wow. about Stripers 7, the best of Striper. I right. Did that come out in 2003? 2003 on Hollywood Records. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what the story there is, why it took so long to get a greatest hits from Striper. Yeah. But it, uh, it goes with... Uh, it starts, you know, two new beginning with Yellow and Black Attack and goes, oh, yeah, it goes all the way up to Against the Law. And then it's got the two new tracks, Something and For You, which are both pretty good. Uh, I'll give them, you know, a B minus, C plus. Um, something yeah. worth getting if you're a Striper fan. But it's got, uh, you know, all the big hits on it. And God We Trust, To Hell with the Devil, Calling on You, Free, Honestly, Soldiers Under Command, Reach Out, Makes Me Want to Sing. So if you love Striper... Uh, this is a really good greatest hits album because you can get all their all their big songs on it. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys have back in the day? I remember having a cassette copy of "Can't Stop the Rock," which was early '90s. That was a strike. Didn't have that. hits because that had. Okay, yeah, that had um, two new songs on it: "Lady" and Two Bodies, hmm. One Mind." One yeah, song, that was. Which is kind of a pro. Yeah, those are song. those are actually from so, Against the Law. 
Okay, those yeah, are from yeah, Against yeah. the Law. Okay, those those aren't right. new songs then. Yeah, okay. Yep. So I remember having that one on cassette, and then I didn't realize there was such a big lag between that greatest Yeah, I didn't either. I looked at the dates on uh, on my copy, and uh, it's 2003. Yep. I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> 2003. But, uh, like you said, all the songs were right. from our era. Exactly. Right, so, if you like to shred, there you yeah. go. This is a great one. <laughs> yep. It sounds that's like you right. need to mail that to Dan that's as right. quickly as possible. That... Is, it on, is it on Spotify? <laughs> Dan will be all over that one. Uh, okay. Good question. I don't know. Probably. I believe is it, it okay. is, actually. All right. Yep. Yeah, there it is. All right. no, well, no, yeah. no, no, I take that back. It's okay. It is not. Playlist. Now, someone has I'll made bet, yeah. a playlist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. this has their remake of Shining Star yeah. on it by Earth yeah, and that, Fire, and that right? Yeah, that was on Against the Law. Yeah. Okay, so, th- yeah, someone has made a, created a playlist yep. of that nice. album. Now, so I've got go. some yeah. mentions that we would quickly run over here. So, Margaret Becker has one in 92, Steps of Faith. And one new song in there, which mm-hmm. is, of course, amazing. Um, so again, if you want to go back and yes. listen to that one, um, and then I'm a DeGarmo and Key fan. They've got a couple out there and I think their best one is just from 1994 called greatest hits. And, um, they have an acoustic medley on there, but mm-hmm. they have all sorts of great stuff from going way back to their first album. And every one of the nice. greatest hits album have every yeah. moment on there. So as it, as should, it should, exactly. So. Oh, that was a, good. yep, let's yeah. pick that one. Good. So that takes one slide. Yep. Right. Um, and then Russ Taff has one uh, really good one as well um, from 1994, We Will Stand. I think they did a pretty good job there, including ones from his Imperials era, which I like. Yep. Um, okay, then the yeah. last thing I'll throw out here is um, in 1994, 96, somewhere in those year, uh, years, uh, somebody figured out, hey, we should do these albums called The Early Years. So, so a bunch of artists oh, yes. have these. Petra has yes. this called The Early Years. And Jeff Moore, The Early Years. And Margaret Becker, The Early Years. Yes. And Allies, The Early Years. Whiteheart. Yeah, the Early Years. I was going to say Whiteheart. <laughs> Whiteheart. I'm sure. The Early Years, live from St. Saint Lu- Saint Fl- uh, <laughs> yeah. Or Whiteheart, The Slightly Earlier Years. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. Right, noisy little sunbeams, the early years. Yeah, so and they a lot of them had the same covers and everything. It was so interesting. So, but I thought, well, maybe it's a way to share some older stuff with a new audience. But it was pretty interesting that all of a sudden all these started showing up. It's like, yeah, yep. Were they all on the same? I think some uh, record company were. Mm -hmm. Were they? At least that I could tell. Really? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Dave, you have any honorable mentions? I think we covered all the ones I had. What about you? Okay. I'll cover two more that I want to throw out. One of them that I just love, and again, I'm taking us down a, a, a kind of a, a peculiar path here, and that's Carrie Livgren's Decade. Um, I was so glad when this album came out because Carrie's stuff was difficult to find on CD, and so when Sparrow kind of made a compilation disc it contained all of his first solo album which is seeds of change from 1980 so oh, dan get ready to blow the whistle 1980 yeah yep. out of bounds out of bounds yep so there we go uh 
you had tracks from uh, his instrumental album, which is called One of Several Possible Musics, which I have right here. Um, then uh, you have a few tracks from his 80 years. So you have tracks from uh, Timeline and Art of the State. And then you have some new songs, which are actually really good. Um, Bright Star is a great song. Um, you have some songs from Reconstructions, too, which was the last kind of AD studio record. And um, Bright Star and Free Fire Zone are both really good. And then I think, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, there's some stuff on here from... Um, from the... Well, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, apparently it's not on here. I was thinking there were some things off Prime Mover, but I don't think there are. So anyway, Carrie's stuff was difficult to find at the time on CDs. So when Sparrow released this, I loved it that they had made a lot of his harder to find things available on CD. So that was that was great. And again, used copies of that are really mm. hard to come by. So if you if you ever see one, uh, pick it up because it's um, it's it's a hard one to find. Um, and then the only other one I'll mention uh, that I, I think is really good, and I, uh, I mention it for a sad reason, and that's that's Kim Hill's testimony. Um, it's great, and it fills a need because it has a couple of tracks from Braveheart, mm -hmm. which still yep. aren't on Spotify. So you've got uh, um, Satisfied, and is that the only song off of... Um, I think that might be the only song off yep. of... No, Mysterious Ways is on there, off Braveheart. So, those two songs, it would have been yes. great if, if Round and Round was on there. Uh, so, But Satisfied is a wonderful track, and Mysterious Ways is great. So, that album at least gives us two songs from the woefully underrepresented Braveheart, which mm -hmm. for whatever reason is oh, still on Spotify. It's, yeah. So, okay. So, Kim, who's speaking to you? Help us help you. Uh, we will do a deep dive next week on this album, if you can get it up on Spotify. So, And remember to call 5 That's five, our five, pledge to you, Kim. 3Ds, yes. 5 3Ds. Right. And if you exactly. call now, you get a set of Tupperware <laughs> just for calling. And a bound Thank devotional you. book. <laughs> Thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and a bound devotional book with a, with a, yes. a certificate of <laughs> deep thoughts right. well, yes of course yes <laughs> <laughs> so anyway that's i i'm sad i well, wish i wish kim was i, I wish kim's braveheart yes. was out on on spotify that, that for is, sure that album yeah. is a wider audience yeah. for sure good all right well we there's there's a yeah. lot of them and we can go listen to eight more white heart ones if we want to but uh <laughs> that should wrap up kind of our greatest Perfect. hits. Perfect. Look yeah. back and uh, make your own greatest hits list on Spotify. That's what you should do. And right. uh, have yep. fun. Enjoy. There you go. And talk Perfect. to you next time. See you next See time. We'll be with you all.